The Glory Game, brought to you by Hull Spares, an official Tottenham supporters group. Right, okay, go. so members, we're doing members' questions now then. Um, we uh, yep. throw out Instagram, Twitter. on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I think we've got a few back this, this episode, so let, let's let's talk about the members' questions. Uh, sorry, the social media questions. Dun, dun, dun. So who's got them? I says who's doing them? Um, so we have one on Twitter from Mark Stern. And he wants to know if we think Mourinho has took the flare out of spares. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a tricky one, isn't it? You, you think that, but then when you really drill down into it, I, I, I always, I, right, I, I loved Poch, obviously. I always have to justify what I'm about to say with that because people just go, you didn't like Poch. Yeah. Well, I loved him. But it's so easy to forget the last year with Hotch. You know, there was no flair then. He was getting hammered by Brighton. You know, the the players were fighting on the training ground, apparently. People wanting out. So Mourinho came in and we was playing with flair. You know, we was was beating Manuel away 6-1. We looking good. So you can't just say Mourinho's taking the flair. Don't get me wrong. We have had some games with Mourinho and I've been sat there going, come on, what are we doing here? But... Yeah. When we've been yeah. accused of sit, sitting back and stuff, I, the Arsenal game, for example, when we was one 0 up and we started so-called sitting back, there was some camera footage what wasn't shown on the TV, but it was on Jao Sacramento and Jose, and they're willing the team to get forward. You know, like, come on, get up, get into that. You know, so that's not someone who's telling the team to sit back. So I, I sort of, I do, in a way, I agree. We, we are playing with flair, but. I also don't think it's all down to Jose, if you see what I mean. Yeah, I agree with that <clears throat> completely. Um, Another thing, we haven't got no flare in the middle of the pitch where it should start. We've only got flare true. up front. When you're that's playing centre defensive midfield players, they yeah, don't I think and Dembele has not got flare. I think he's. Yeah, but he's. I was about to say that. He's more of a centre attacking midfielder, isn't he? But he's he playing just... him in that middle with Hoiberg, though, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not one of them stand. Well, he's not one of like damn low midfield player, is he? Well, I think when they play together, we do look like we have got. We do look better, don't we? It's when he starts playing with Pierre and Sissoko or Winks, like the two holding defenders, quite often against your sort of lower end, your lower table teams. That's when you're looking and thinking, well, I'm sure mm. we could sacrifice one of those guys. Stick in there, and possibly Gio if he's fit, or, or Delhi or someone like that. Even Luke, well, Lucas now playing in the ten position. Uh, so you do you do question mm. that sort of thing, uh, but he must have his reasons. Somehow. I think it's a lot to do with trust mm. it, with Mourinho. You know, yeah. it, it looks which is which is why I don't understand why he keeps sending Circo on or picking Circo to start. But <clears throat> a lot of a lot yeah. of you know he, he, he trusts players and. If he doesn't trust you, he ain't going to pick you. Or he'll only pick you if he desperately has to, if we've got injuries or, you know, he'll put you on if somebody's somebody gets injured or we need to change the game plan a little bit or sit back in a bit more of a defensive. But, yeah, I, I don't think he's sucked the flair out of us. I think the players have done that. Yeah. Do, do, you, know what I mean, I, do you know what I think it is? I don't think it's flair. I think it's... The thing that Pochettino gave us was that energy and that drive and that press and that rap, that rapid pace of turnaround. I think we've lost that. 
But I think that I, I was that because of the players. The players have got older. They didn't do it under Pochettino, as you rightly said, Scott. I, I was just going to say, says the biggest thing for me, says I, I don't think flair. I don't think it, it's such an easy word to use, but I think what we've lost and we've, we've lost got flair in abundance. We've got Mora, Lamella, we've got Dombele. I, I, I think we've lost speed. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, said, yes. I think that's one of the biggest things that we've lost. And again, it's the maybe it's the aging players, but like going back, God, sorry, I'm going into our man mode, but the pushing <laughs> side of the 60s, you know, I, I wasn't alive, thank God, but this is a you know, watched watch them on videos and on YouTube and everything, it was push and run, you know, and we just don't do that, you know, even the team of the mm. 80s. You know, the early 80s when we were, we were knocking on the door, it says, yeah, we won a couple of FA Cups uh, and that we were knocking on the door. The team of the late 80s, uh, the Terry Venom, you know, starting. We just had this passion and speed. It was push and, it was a push and run style. And I think that's what we've lost. And is it the aging player? Quite, quite possibly. I don't know. But we've also got a lot of youth there. Where I mean, don't... Going on to Delhi, I know we're not picking out players and everything, but he's what 24, and if he hasn't got the energy or anything to, to be able to do that, then I don't know who has. Um, yeah. but I, I, I don't think it's flair that we've lost, I think it's speed, it, it, you know. Says so when when we were the best under Poch, is when we were fast, yeah, you know, it was yeah. bang, 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 go, and it was you know, it was relentless. Um, and well, do you know yeah. why I think that's the case as well? Because I think there's a shelf life in that getting players to do that and buying into that. I think it has a two or three year shelf life. And you've seen it at Liverpool now. They're not the pressing team there was two no. or three seasons ago. And I think it's a natural thing that you can only push the players so far to, to put that 120% in before they then start going, do you know what? I'm fucking knackered. We, we've, we've training in this. We, we've said this uh, numerous times over the last few podcasts is we keep players far too long. Mm. Yeah. You know, we've, we've all, I think we've all said it between us over yeah. the podcast over the last, you know, last few weeks when we've done it. We keep players far too long. We're not renewing. And Liverpool are the same. You know, says so there was a lot of talk last summer of one of Salah, Firmino, and Sane <laughs> going. Um, but they don't they keep them and look at them this season. They've dropped right off. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, going back back to what Matt just said there as well, I think that's a a good point because I can't remember who it was now, but when Pochettino, when someone left uh, the club, they they were hinted, I can't remember who it was, but they hinted at how hard training was at Spurs, like the hardest ever because he was a fitness fanatic because he really wanted this pressing game. And I agree. Double sessions. And and it only takes... It yeah, only takes that's a why players want to winning something, and you think, well, why are we doing all this extra work? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's yeah, exactly. Enough. And a lot of people, and that's when players, I think, started to want, want out then and stuff. Yeah. As you said, hey, we're doing all this, but what? Like, yeah, and so in a way, you could be right, Matt. I mean, it's good for sort of one season, but if, if you're working that hard, when especially you're going to international clubs and you're talking about what you're doing at your own. At your own club, and oh, where do we? We're having to do double sessions, and they're like, "Well, we do an hour and a half, and then we're all we're all going down yeah. down to Sunsos house and playing snooker, whatever." I, you know, it's, uh, I, I tell you what yeah. does excite me though, boys. Oliver Skip coming in this team next season because he will run yeah. through walls. Yeah, and like you've seen him for England, and like you've seen him for Norwich, 
he's that player that will literally press the full game. And fingers crossed, he's going to have a winner's medal. You 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 swap him out for Sissoko. Fingers crossed. It, well, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It, you know that that gives Hoybier a rest that's in certain games as well. You know, not to take anything away from you know, say not smaller clubs, but you know, your your places like your Fulham's, your you know your West Brom's, your them sort of bottom of the team, that bottom of the league clubs. Um, uh, you know, you don't, as Scott said earlier, you don't need to play two holding midfielders. Um, no. so you know, you'd pr- maybe play one, but it won't have to be Hoybier all the time because he's our best player in that position. It'll be, yeah. oh, Skip can come in for that game and handle it by himself. You know, you go to a top, a top six team, you put Hoybier and Skip in there, and you then you've got a little bit more team dynamics, you know, and Dombelli can then maybe move a little bit further up the pitch and play a little bit further up where he's probably going to be a little bit more, you know, that that flair, that driving flair that he's mm. got can mm. maybe come forwards as well. So, yeah, yeah but I think, I think and we've also, got a lot and also, of you know. You're just saying as well as Skip, we've got Sessignon coming back. You know, he's turning up in Germany. I'm looking forward yeah. to him coming back. Uh, I think he's a really good prospect. And I think we've seen a bit of it when he was at Spurs before we sent him on loan. Yeah. Um, he's, 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 young, he's a young lad, though, isn't he? He's a young, I mean, okay, he had, he had experience um, with Fulham, but I don't think he's ever really settled into a particular role because Fulham no. used, the, used him here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. Um, he's looked daunted at Spurs, though, haven't he? When he played, he looked very daunted like he was like yeah, yeah. He did, yeah. it's a big step up from Fulham yeah a big step up from Fulham and a lot was expected of him because you know we was in for him for a couple of seasons there was a lot um, of hype around him as well yeah, yeah. price tag yeah, yeah. And, and I think exactly. I think this this loan has been excellent for him because he's been able to go where he's out the spotlight you know you don't <laughs> see his name in the papers um he's had a he's had a really good loan I mean they've used him as a left wing back and a left back Sort of used him in the positions where we want to play him. Can, so. can, can you imagine him and him and Reggie? You know, both playing yeah, and just in role. It's just like it says Reggie bursting forward and just knowing that he's got Seth dropping back or vice mm. versa. Oh God, it feels. <laughs> like Do we see him as a left winger though? Has he been playing left wing for Hoffenheim? Or yeah, he's been back? playing left left wing and he's been playing um, left back. So he's been playing in both oh, positions. He did for Fulham as well, didn't he? How yeah, Andy says, going back to sort of those Danny Rose, Carl Walker, Gareth Bale and Aaron Lennon days, on the on the flanks you just had so much pace. Yeah. Defenders are getting pulled out of position. They're scared. And as you say, that excites me for next season. Yeah, I've, well, as Andy said then, I've Reggie a left-back possibly bombing down the wing. But if he's out of position, you've got Session, you know, who can sit back and cover. That, those two could be, a, if we can keep uh, Reggie, that is, those two could be our two for years up there. I mean, you could you could just see straight away, like the the six of us, I know Simon's just dropped <clears> off, but we're all smiling there. We've all got that little glint in our eyes. Mm-hmm. It says, yeah. and one of us has mentioned Ben Davis. <laughs> but not <laughs> one of us Ben Davis. <laughs> You know, says we've got that excitement for that side of the pit. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to those kids coming back and hopefully giving us that uh, that youthful exuberance. And well, mm. funnily enough, and just going back to what we were saying about our homegrown quarter earlier, Ben Davis is not homegrown um, mm. because 
um, where he, he was, was it Cardiff? Or, no, it's Swansea, wasn't it? Swansea. Swansea wasn't part of the English FA when he come through their academy. So it changed after he come through them. So, so he could be one to... He could be one to leave. And then we've I got Sessignon, was... which is a homegrown player coming in in his place. So that leaves another position open somewhere else. So. Well, it's a bit yeah. of a problem. Dyer's not homegrown either, is he? No. No. So there's two spaces we've got. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next question then. Oh, was that um, one question? That was one question. <laughs> one question, yes. <laughs> um, we had one off Tracy as well, I think, from the Yorkshire Spurs. Tracy? And uh, she Hi. wanted to know, would we all write off the season and play the youngsters? Till summer, no, no, so much to play for. Uh, we're only there three is, points. There, is. Oh, there was three points off top four. I think, I think, I think us Spurs fans have got a little bit of a misconception for this year because yeah. we've been we've been playing terribly in some games. But I mean, if we carry on the way we're going, we, we, we look within a shout of top four. We've possibly got a trophy coming still. You know, I, I, I wouldn't want to write us out of that. Just because it's Man City, so I mean, you know, if if we if we get a trophy, if I just said to everybody at the beginning of the season, right, I'm going to t- guarantee we're going to win the League Cup and we're going to finish in top four, everybody, every Spurs fan would have been hard. Can I just change that question then? Go. On. So just what you said. It says, so what about winning the League Cup and finishing the top six? Take well, you'd it. take it, wouldn't you? I mean, I'd, I'd take take that it. every day. Yeah. Silverware. <laughs> we're, st- we're still in Europe if we're finishing the top six, yeah. aren't we? I think is the main thing. All oh, right, it'd be another season in the Europa League, but is it the Europa League? I thought to change the system for next season. No, it's, it's it's Europa League. I think the the sounds of the the new format that they've got, and again, it, it's 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 going to be like. It's going to be like the John Paints Trophy for the Europa Conference League or whatever they're going to call it, but it's going to be a bit more like the 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 John Pence player trophy or whatever. Why don't they just bring the cup winners cup back? Well, yeah. Mm. Why don't they just do that? Yeah, I know. Ridiculous. If we win that league cup final, it means we've beaten Man City, who are probably going to win the league. I think that's exactly. And it's a one-off game. I I think just going on Tracy's question, you know, I think. If it hadn't have been, if it was if, Arsenal, if, if we hadn't been in the cup <laughs> final, then I'd have said yes. You know, start blooding the youngsters in. Yeah, head. yeah. But we've got the cup final. We've we've got to play our best available eleven over the next couple of games, the next few games until that cup final. Hundred uh, yeah, percent. Then, but also on the flip side as well, though, we are still in the league. Shout for top four. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be exactly. we're going to shout. Yeah. If Marine, if Mourinho just starts playing. As much as a fan to oh, bloody youngsters, if suddenly he starts playing five or six youngsters when we're chasing the top four, the fans will quickly turn on him that way, won't they? And go, well, what's he doing exactly. here? Why are you taking it seriously? Yeah. So, so, he He's playing yeah. youngsters. Is that in Mourinho's mind <laughs> to give up on something and say, no, we're gonna, I'm going to think of the these players now who might play five years down the line. I'll give. No. He's not even going to be, be playing five years. Yeah. Not going to be a problem. It's Christmas. I I sort of get where Trace is going, obviously. It'd be nice to see the youngsters uh, being phased in. 
But I wouldn't just sort of write the season off as the way she's no. already. The, the, the other side of it, it could be so detrimental to their progress that they could play and get absolutely hammered by who's, uh, Sheffield United or you know West Brom and destroy their confidence. Thinking, yeah. I'm not good enough for this. And then all these great promising youngsters that we've got, instead of dripping them in where we are now, giving them the experience, it could be detrimental to their progress. It kind of depends on who Tracy yeah. means, though, because if it's Roden and and Tanganga, then yeah, yeah, yeah I would, put, I yeah. would, I would yeah. incorporate them. Yeah, I would as well. Definitely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'd, li- I'd like to see them play a little bit more. Maybe, maybe not in a final. Although, I mean, I don't know. It I depends think... if they're playing well. Yeah, I mean, I'm I to give Rhodes on a shot. I think I feel so safe when him and Toby are at the back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also as well, Traffic Tanganga. He played. He's played against what he played against Liverpool when he was yeah. flying. He played against the Man City game. We won two 0 You know, so he's used to these big games as well. Uh, so I wouldn't have any doubts about him playing in no. the cup final either. The, uh, the only thing, thing he looked a bit dodgy though against Villa, like position wise. Yeah, the only thing I, I think Tanganga needs to work on is his positioning at right back because because he's used to playing centre back. You see him drift. To the middle of Back the pitch, in the middle, yeah. Yeah, where I'll tell you what, mate, that's it. That saved us a goal against Villada when he came flying. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. When, when Sissoko didn't even bother. That's the passion there. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes you need just that run through brick walls passion um, do, yeah. to get that desperate last blocking, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, did you see Sissoko's attempt? He <laughs> just <laughs> flicked a foot out, man. Like, he oh, needs to go. That that guy needs oh, to go. Yeah. Happy, happy thoughts, boys. Happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. This was supposed to be a nice, uplifting episode. Yeah. Yeah, let's oh, not yeah. get on to our bad players. Let's... <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. So that was, I mean, I was just going to throw in a quick question in there. So, so, so since we've got the League Cup coming up, sorry, quiz book. Me. Yes, come on. Can you name the two French players that played in the 2008 final? Well, Bronk. Oh, no, he was Belgian, wasn't he? Yeah, it's French. Was he French? Well, in the final. Oh, oh, for us. In the final. For us. Yeah. For us. But Delmat, I was out of bounds before that, wasn't he, actually? He was miles before. Uh, 2008. Uh, Canute, French. Uh, was gone, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, he was uh, Mali as well, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he was <laughs> Robbie Keane. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was his boyhood club was France. <laughs> well, <laughs> you've got one of them anywhere. It's Malbranc right? I thought it was Belgian. Yeah, well, no, no, Malbranc's right. Yeah. Who was um, the other? Any more guesses? Dead air. <laughs> Second ten minutes to find the answer. No, <laughs> no, no, I've already got it. I've already done it. So clever this time. <laughs> Pascal Chimbonda. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, liked now we know Jim it. I thought he was good. He was good right, right back, Jim Bond. <laughs> <laughs> so, keep, yeah. keep, keep those questions up because don't forget in a few weeks, well, in a month's time, we are going to be doing a cup final podcast special. So it's going to be all about yeah. the cup final. It's going to be all about previous cup finals. So that again, hopefully, we're going to It'll do be before a very the, short before episode, the game. It? No, we're going to do before <laughs> the. <laughs> I think, I think there's. Um, we played. We played. I can't remember what year it was, but I'm sure we played Man City in the final, didn't we? 1980. 81. Yeah. 81. 81. 81. FA Cup. Yeah. Oh, was that FA Cup? And we won. And we won. 1-1 and then 3-2 after extra time on the Thursday night. Then it's that, that yeah. Ricky Villa goal. 
That is, so, yeah. It's mad that, that the 81 and the 82, both the finals we won was both based on replays. Because we yeah. did QPR the year after. QPR, yeah, QPR on the replay the year after. Ah, you're forgetting that we don't make life easy. We never have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's yeah. when Andy started losing his hair, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's when he had Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> right, so we've got, we got another question there, Ben. No, that was it. From is, that the, is that the only yeah, so what, what we'd really like, everybody that's listening, it says, get involved, send us questions. We've got Facebook, okay. we've got Twitter, we've got Instagram, we've got email, send us them. It says, we do this for you guys, so you know, we'd love to get involved. Yeah. Andy, uh, do you want to give out your mobile number as well? Oh, eight nine eight. You lot have probably done you know, the 0898 numbers, aren't you? <laughs> you, know, you normally find Andy's phone number written on the back of the toilet cubicle door in White Art. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, even worse, Scott. I put it on. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he didn't answer when I rang. Yeah. yeah, I knew it was you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> right, move on, move on. Right, yeah, so we've, on uh, we're, we're now going to get to know Pete. Yeah. So here we go then, Pete. Straight off introduction. Yep. Who are you? Uh, I'm Pete. <laughs> Who is I'm, Pete? <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, I've got many layers. Onion boy. Uh, no. yeah. Onion boy. Ben Bush, do you want to wrap me, Chin? <laughs> oh, cheers. Cheers, mate. Yeah, yeah it's a good thing but, that. So uh, I'm Pete and I'm, uh, I'm 31. So I'm only a, uh, I'm a youngster compared to our uh, our previous question answerers. <laughs> so how how long have you supported Spurs? Um, I've been a Spurs uh, Spurs supporter all my life, but uh, well, Spurs has been my team all my life. I've never known any other team. Um, but seriously supporting Spurs from like my early twenties. So following on questions, so why? Why Spurs? Uh, just, just through family. And so my dad's side of the family are all Spurs fans. Um, my granddad on my dad's side, um, I think, started it all. Uh, found out an interesting story of uh, how, how we became Spurs fans in our family. So my granddad, he, um, he grew up around Chelsea. Um, so he should have been a Chelsea fan, um, but he went down to Chelsea's training ground one day and uh, to watch a team train down there, and it was Spurs. They liked the looks of them, and Spurs ever since. So oh. yeah, it sort of come down the family, which I only found that out recently as well, which I thought was quite a <laughs> quite an interesting story. I didn't know that until then. So that's great. Yeah, that's a lovely yeah. story. So who's your favourite Spurs player ever? Um, favorite Spurs player ever, uh, David Ginola. Yes, is that what you're moving your hair on? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> because we're worth it. <laughs> I mean, what I was actually basing my uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's the look I'm going for. I just haven't got, I haven't quite got the you know, the, the French flair, you know, that French accent, you know, it just it just makes life right. easier with the ladies, hey, but. Hey. Try the accent then. Let's see how good it is. 
I, I, it's not. Been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> I practice in the mirror every evening before bed. <laughs> <laughs> so who's your favourite current player? Favourite current player? Um, it's a tricky one because we've got we've got so many, and I don't want to I don't want to say somebody that's already been there. I mean, Harry Kane's obviously up there as as one of the all time great Spurs players, anyway. Um, but I I think I think Son's probably my favourite current player. Um, just I mean, just watching the guy play football, he's always got a smile on his face. You know, he's, he's, he's happy to be there. He's got, you know, so much talent and skill. Um, the only thing is, I wish he'd scored more with his head and got himself into their positions a bit more. But, mm. you know, left foot, right foot, you know, he creates chances. Yeah, just just a great all-round player. Yeah. So, again, best, best memory beyond the Champions League? Um. My best, yeah, my best memory of spares probably. It's not, it's it's not a good memory of spares, but it's my favourite memory of spares. Like it's my first time at White Hart Lane. Um, it was 20, 2012, 2013, I think it was. We played West Ham in, I think it was the FA Cup. And we lost, but it's the first time I'd ever been to White Hart Lane. I'd seen I'd seen um, spares a few times before that. Uh, when I was a bit younger, I went to Leeds a couple of times to watch them. But um, yeah, that, that it, it just took my breath away going into White Hart Lane. You know, being in there, being in the atmosphere. You know, it was yeah, yeah. A, a, poor, a poor game, a poor game, but that, that just, I think yeah. that. I've got it etched in my head. The first time you walk up those stairs, head into your seat, and you just walking up, and then you, the ground just opens up around you. It's yeah. absolutely yeah. breathtaking. And no, whether it's White Hart Lane or the new stadium, or I think it's it's, it's a memory that sticks with you in it. It's oh, it was, it was magical, magical. Shame about the football, but it was it was magical going into that stadium. Yeah. And then, like I said, there's a question I'll throw at everybody else. So you know you're going to get it. It says, "What's your role within the committee?" Um, so I'm the committee secretary. So I try and um, well, when we come up to doing memberships, I'll be obviously keeping uh, keeping up to date with with you and Dave with the memberships. Um, and I also run the Instagram page as well. So try and keep on top of that with all the postings of team news and game day posts and and it, when when we start to to be able to get out and about and go to the pubs again um or we start organizing trips they'll be all going up on instagram whether it's you know announcements about them on stuff like that but um yeah so that's that's me i'm, in, I'm not, and I'm, I'm not very organized either so <laughs> Between you look, you look put it all on me. Yeah, cheers, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> Every group needs an Andy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, trust me, you don't. <laughs> and that's why my number's on the back of the Lou Dolls in White Hart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh we was just we're gonna briefly mention about um I know we've all mentioned him throughout the episode. Um we're just gonna briefly talk about Harry Kane and, and obviously the impact that he has upon Tottenham, England, um, you know, the fact that he's in the papers every single day. Um, the, the, the media seems to have, as we said earlier, some kind of hard-on for him 
leaving Spurs. Why do you think that is? Why did team? Why did everyone want to see Harry Kane at a different club other than Spurs? I think trophy, isn't, isn't it? Well, in all honesty, mm. I think they can't stand seeing him do well for us. Would yeah. he get the stick he gets if he was at any other club? No, I'm I'm with you there, Ben. I think that's the main thing. The media don't like us, so no. they don't want us to have the one of the the top talents in world football at the moment. And I, th- I think that the the trophyless thing is just a stick that can beat us with. Mm. Yeah. No. Like, we'll give it three weeks, four weeks. Once we've won the Carabao Cup, what they got to say then? Well, is it going to be a case of? Is it going to be? Well, it was only the Carabao Cup. Yeah, of course it will be. You know, always, yeah. So somebody put on one of the groups the other day. This is or if it was on Twitter, but it was a really funny read. It says, "Does Harry Kane have to leave England to win trophies?" And I mean, <laughs> the international team, not the country. So. <laughs> yeah, he ain't going to win a national trophy with England. So does he have to move to France or yeah, exactly. Germany? <laughs> yeah. Do you think as Spurs fans, we're, we're all a bit sensitive to it though? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we I all know if we lose him, we yeah. lose our, you know, okay, a once in a gen- generation player. Yeah, well, yeah, he's irreplaceable. It doesn't matter how much money you've got. It's like when when Kane started coming through, it was perfect timing because it was sort of just after Bale had left. We needed a hero. We needed that player to step into them shoes and Kane just did it mm. and I, I said this on Twitter earlier um, I saw a post going around saying um, who's the greatest the greater player for spares Bale or Harry and I don't get and people was like oh just writing Bale off or writing Kane off and I don't get how you can say anything other than both of them you know because I think the thing is, you're absolutely right. You could take it even further. So who's the better player for for Spurs, Jimmy Greaves or Harry Kane? Exactly. It, it's incomparable. You know, so, so you can't. Says so what Bill did for Spurs in his time before he left, he, he elevated us. And, exactly. And Harry Kane has taken that mantle and moved us forward. Just He's elevated the us. And yeah. But unfortunately, so, so I mean, looking at it, Harry Kane stays with us. He retires at 32 and uh, he's won the FA Cup and we've won everything under him. There's going to be another player coming in, another saviour yeah. of, of White Hart Lane and who's going to carry us forward. There's going to be another player. There's and then after that, player, another player. Yeah. Uh, here's, one for, here's one for you, quickly. Uh, so there's a, a lot of talk with Harry Kane and how he sh- people saying he shouldn't have started the Champions League final and, and that sort of thing. Uh, do... Do you think if Mourinho was in charge, he would have started him or not? Yeah, I know it's only sort of point of view, but do you think Mourinho would have as well? Or do you think it would have been different? Or I don't, what, what do you think? Harry Kane was going to start that game, no matter who was in charge. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I agree. And Anyone would have started him. Yeah. How can you not? How, how can you not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but how it's, can you drop Lucas? So that was the argument. Why don't you score a hat? Why don't you both? Yeah, yeah, but you, was, yeah, yeah, you could play them both, couldn't you? That, that was my argument. Yeah. The, yeah. the problem, the problem is with all that is, and we've we've talked about the rest of the team. It says somebody had to miss out. 
Yeah. And it's a question of where. You know, oh, personally, I'm, 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 I'm yeah. just going to say, as person, I'd like to see Sissoko miss out or cut his yeah. arms off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cut his legs off as well. So he shoot. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I just out. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's, it's a, some, somebody had to miss out on that game. Um, you know, so then, you know, going back to podcast one, Lucas over the past few games is living up to his 30 million pound price tag. Yeah, you're all laughing. Yeah, good good. He's, he's heard the podcast, Ben. Yeah, <laughs> he's been inspired. That's he's it. at least gone up to 45 mil, to be fair. <laughs> On this podcast, Ben's called Bill the Danny Rose of Madrid. So let's uh, let's yeah. that, that seems to be going well. Let's see if it goes back and then deserve so. So just back on Kane, then realistically, I can't see him going. I can't get to see him going for the next couple of years. I think we're in a really strong position where we've got three years left on his contract. I'd, I wouldn't even be surprised if we've got a, a, a year option on that as well. Yeah. I can't see anything. My only con- in, I can't see a, a team money. shelling out for him. My no, only yeah, concern nobody's going to be able to afford it. My concern is Man City now. Now, Aguero's going, and it looks like Haaland's going to Spain. So Man, Man City are in the, in the market for a world-class... And normally they've got as much money as they need. Kane mm. wants to beat Alan Shearer's record. That's my only worry is the Man City one. I, I, yeah, they're bad without a striker, though, are they? Pep's, um, Pep's come out today and said that is, they're not signing a striker, the Cat Ford one, which is funny for Man City. One. But they're saying mm. the is not, they're not going to sign a striker. <laughs> I, yeah, but do you believe that? He's not gonna well, yeah, you've got to take it with a pinch of salt. I think Levy might do a bit of a... And I've, I've commented on this on a couple of different posts. I, th- I think Levy might do what is similar sort of things that he did with Modric. I think next season, Kane will be our captain. I think there will be a little bit of a sweetener for him yeah. with a promise that if we're crap and we're not doing anything, it can go next summer. Yeah, it'll be yeah. Give, us, give us one more year. Give us, give one, us more one more year. year. But do you no, know what? Well. The other thing is as well, he might not even want to leave. He's got three kids. Mm. He's got, you know, three young kids as well. He's getting paid a massive wage. He's potentially on cost to be the be- one of the best Spurs players of all time. Is yeah, I mean, he's one, one of the best record, players of all time. He might not I, even I want think, to go. I think he'll, he'll want the England record. He's yeah. 19 goals short now. I think after his yeah, oh, he's, he's got the England record nailed down. I think there's he's no doubt on that. And he's, I think he needs fifty, about fifty goals, roughly, for to beat Jimmy Greaves' record. I think he'll the, want them. Two seasons. The other, the other thing as well, what we no one's mentioned as well is is money. Uh, so mm. Harry Kane, his wages is on now. Again, I, when you go to these international camps. Uh, he's, he's around all these Man City players who were getting paid absolutely mental money, a lot more than he is, and he's ten times better than what they are. You know, is that going to enter his man? Where I, I don't, I'd like to think in, but everyone's human. You know, we can't just say he loves Tottenham through and through. But if someone's offering to double your wages, I mean, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, but yeah, how much money is he going to earn this season? I mean, you know, all those assists and goal bonuses he's going to be earning. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he's going to bankrupt us this season. Um, yeah, leave you all the selling. That's generally yeah, yeah. like it's all outside the ground selling Kane 10 t shirts. Next time we all go down there, we'll be stood there saying, Come on, get get it. Go to it, it says about 10, 20 quid. It says it'll be, it'll say, right, that's 25. What? I'm going to get it. <laughs> 
Yeah, but uh, in all seriousness, I, 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 you've got to take that into account. I think so. You could. I don't. I, I'm just plucking out the out of the air. I, you I, could, so I, you can double your wages. You can win more chance of winning trophies. You can still try and beat the Premier League record. But what you've got to bear in mind, Scott, is that every one of these clubs that you're talking about, well, I say everyone, says Man City, <laughs> Real Madrid, none of them have had any income for the last 12 months. Yeah, but, are, yeah, nobody's, I don't think they've got the money. I there's there's really two teams in the world money. that can buy it. Yeah, there's two Paris, teams in the world. And Paris one of them's Man City, and, and the other one's PSG. He's not going to Paris. They buy him, it, the implications of them buying him means that probably PSG will have to sell Mbappé. Mm. Yeah. Who's yeah. going to buy it? Do they want to He's not going to play in France. No way. No way. No, that's it. So the only team he's realistically going to go to is is Man City. Man City. Yeah. At the moment. And as I, at the moment. I and as I say, they're they're actively looking for a striker. I I I actually agree with Andy. I think Spurs are going to make him the captain and just say, look, give us one more year. Uh, Jose is going to bring in his signings this summer. Uh, stick with us, and if it don't work, then then you can go with our blessing next year. I think it's going to be something yeah. along those lines as well. I, I hope, I hope so, because another year. Yeah. Has anybody thought about what his missus thinks of all this? Yeah, she, she might not want to move. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. She, she don't want to move. Yeah. No. Just... She'll have something to say about him moving or not. But then well, the end of the day, so since there's no woman here, it says we all do as we're told, don't we? But uh, yeah. would you, would you, <laughs> yeah. Clifton, would you lift all your family? To say go to Spain, you've got all the integration of your kids going to new schools, learning new languages, unless they got taught English still at home. For the <laughs> sake of winning a few trophies, what does that mean to his wife? It means nothing, well, does it? Also, look at another trophies. point. You know, something that yeah. maybe none of us have considered. Is playing with Gareth Bale. Mm. How's Gareth Bale been treated? How's Gareth Bale been treated over the last couple yeah. of years at Madrid? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gareth Bale just has to say to him. He says, you mess up, you're buggered. Yeah, he scored a winning goal in the track. Real Madrid fans <laughs> are brutal as well. Yeah. But then I don't the... understand it, because to me, Bale's probably one of the best Real Madrid players has been in the past know, 15, yeah. 20 years. Yeah. You know? Crazy. You know, I think you said earlier on, Ben, it says that, or some, somebody did, it says that Bale's won more at Real Madrid than Zidane. Yeah, yeah that was me, yeah. Is, is Zidane jealous and that's why he's... Ostracised, yeah, I think, so. I think probably. So. But would Kane uh, look at that and think, "Well, I, I, I could do that." So that's the other. Really look at it, thinking, "I don't want part of it." Yeah. yeah. But, but if, you, if you, if you, by the end of Gareth Bale's career, ten years down the line, you're not going to really remember the fact that he didn't play under Zidane. You, you'll remember the, yeah, the four Champions true. Leagues he won. Yeah. yeah. You know, we'll Kane will look at it and the think, greatest, well, I could do that." In the yeah. greatest. Greatest British exported player, yeah, ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it will be, yeah. But then also, and Kane could look the other way. Yeah, <laughs> and Kane could look. Kane could look the other way and go, well, if I carry on and beat Jimmy Green's record, I'm going to have a statue outside the ground of my my own club. So yeah, there's, you can see. Oh, it's yeah, obvious, it? obviously, I'm biased, and I think he'll stay. But uh, I, I, I think I also, can, you know, and one thing that we don't really know, we can only go on what we've seen in interviews and media and everything else is, we don't know what sort of person Harry Kane is. We can no. assume that is this nice down-to-earth guy who, you know, does everything. He's driven, he's, 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 he's really, absolutely no really doubt about driven. that. But, you know, is is not publicity hungry. Um, no. You know, no. It's, it's, yeah. it, it goes, it does his job, it does this. 
And apart from the image that we get from the media, you just don't know what sort of person he is. I mean, I'd well, like every, to think that everybody in everybody that has an interview, you know, you look at anybody in the England camp, anybody uh, Gareth Southgate, anybody at Spurs. You look at anybody that's interviewed him, so people like Alan Shearer, um, you know, uh, Jermaine Genus, all that sort of thing. So a few pundits and everything. Whoever's everybody who's had sort of contact with him has nothing but good things to say about him. And this is you it. know, he's, yeah. he's a great leader off the pitch and on the pitch. You know, he's a, a a true professional in training. You know, he's real helpful towards the younger guys. He's you know, I I, I think he's I think he's a very driven person from what I gather from all the, all the sort of interviews and everything. Can I, can I just say, just before I move on, but how weird was it hearing him swear on the Amazon documentary? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't so. Does not so. That's all no. he said, really, though, wasn't it? Fucking come on. <laughs> Let's fucking kill him. <laughs> Harry, wash your mouth out. <laughs> yeah, just going back to that, he is. Um, do you do you remember that? Then a couple of journalists from I think it was the SBN who, who got caught taking the piss out of him. Yeah, it was, mm. yeah. there's not many people who actually who respect him, is there? They're not like yeah. in. England fans. Don't under, really. I can't understand it. It's jealousy, Ben. I think it's I the Spurs thing again. I think they're jealous. Yeah, they're jealous. Well, if there was in their club, they'd be worshipping him. I, I don't know good. if anybody saw the the FA website a couple of weeks back when they announced the England squad for these last three games. It says, and it was Marcus Rashford, MBE, and next to him, yeah. who also has an MBE. Yeah, and it won't know. Mm-hmm. But it won't notice. <laughs> yeah, seriously, seriously. And like I, I checked, and I think it was on the other side, even the FA. But I, I say it's the FA. Is this down to the character of the player again? Like, is Marcus Rashford using his MBE to, you know, he's, he's doing fantastic work and I'm not, you know, you know, the stuff he's doing mm, yeah, is yeah. phenomenal. I'm not taken away from that. And is he using that? Is his MBE to promote that? Where Harry Kane is, he's got his MBE, but this is a sort of he's guy. He is, is, is very, you know, private and just getting on with his job in hand. Yeah, you don't really see anything about Harry Kane in the papers, the apart from football. You know, you yeah. look at a lot of you look at a lot of those sort of elite players um, over the years. You know, I mean, Wayne Rooney, for example. How many stories in the papers were there about him? You know, about about yeah. his private life. So you just don't be because, because like we that. can't write about him on the front pages, that we write about him on the back. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Just a, just a quick one on that, Andy. I know we're dragging on with this now, but when you said about the media bias possibly against Kane and the NBA stuff, do you remember that picture I put on our WhatsApp group a few weeks ago? Where it was the fastest strikers in the world to get to 100 goals, and it was like, and it wasn't on it. It wasn't yeah, on it because no, he was faster than That was, that was, that was ESPN, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Kane, Kane would have been number one. He's been the fastest more than anyone. And he won't even mention yeah, Better than this, uh, this Harland, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So just, yeah, so it could be that. But yeah, anyway, we're, we're moving on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, let, let's move on then. So we're, we're going to get to know Ben now. Oh, here we dun, go. Dun, so Pete, <laughs> right, I'll, I'll take this one then. So, um, so Ben, what's your name and uh, how old are you? <laughs> I'm Ben. My name's Ben. It's twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I look twelve, but I'm twenty-four. Oh, baby, baby, yeah. baby, Ben, <laughs> baby Ben. 
I'm getting that printed on the back of a t-shirt for you. That sounds like like a type of cheese you get in a red red plastic. (laughs) (laughs) Other other cheeses are available. (laughs) And uh, how long have you supported Spares for? I suppose it's not going to be long, really. But um... No, um, I've supported Spares probably around nine, nine years. We've started about five. But then seriously, like seriously following Spurs, probably about, I don't know, maybe, maybe about five or six. Yeah. They're really not long in. So the the Poch years then, really, all all you've known is Pochettino. Pretty much. I mean. um, That's why he's got hair. Yeah. My first proper memories of just sitting and watching was um around the 08 Cup win time. Mm. And then uh obviously the un- another thing that really stands out was when Redknapp had us breaking into the Champions League. Yeah. Yeah, so the um most mostly ups, a few downs, but mostly ups. I think we've got there, haven't we? Um, yeah. So I mean, why why spares? Yeah, it's you can't be, you can't be for the glory or the trophies. So. No, exactly. <laughs> I've only seen all eight, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just been a family thing, really. Um, like my dad's sad, just not into football, which I don't know. It's a bit unheard of, really, isn't it? But. My cousins on my mum's side are spares through and through. So they've sort of brought me up and nurtured me into this sort of, you know, Tottenham fan base. And now I've suffered it, so I'm bringing my girls up to suffer it as well. <laughs> I've had two. Yeah, misery loves company, doesn't it? Yeah, that's uh, it. We <laughs> suffer together. So, um, Douglas, yeah. my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've got a good voice there, Scott. Yeah, get the, uh, the old karaoke machine out next time we're along. It's nearly, it's nearly as good party. as your French accent. <laughs> oh, definitely, mate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ben, uh, your, fa- your favourite ever Spurs player? Favourite ever Spurs player? Yeah. Van der Vaart. Van der But, a bit of an outsider, I'm going to give an honourable mention to Sandra. Ooh, don't know why it just I used to watch him and I just thought he, you know just a quality midfielder and you probably want I, I, I think there's players so it's like across the time it says that you know you mentioned Sandro then but where fans just love him and Stefan Freund yeah Stefan yeah. Freund is a football <laughs> genius it's yeah. Sandro is another one he says and I think you thought that it was gonna it'd, it'd leave everything on the pitch yeah, mm-hmm. just yeah. give his no heart money for, the, yeah. for the club. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like my answer was somewhere, wasn't it? Yeah. He wasn't was special, but it was special to me. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it's, it's funny how you pick up on, on, you know, a certain player because you've seen them in, uh, what do you like, the first game you ever watch, you see that player and that's what turned you on to Spurs or whatever, or, you know, it's, or, as you say, you see a player that gives absolutely all on the pitch and, you know, you, you feel like they feel about the club how you do. So it's it's nice when you've got something like that. Um, 
But yeah, your favourite current player then, Ben? My favourite current player? Yeah. Oh, that came. So, it's I, I mean, no, to be honest, going back to that point again, I'm going to say Lamella, just for the passion and the heart he shows, every time he steps onto the pitch for us, yeah, you know, he, he plays until he can't play or he gets sent off, which is only happened once. <laughs> only happened yeah. once. Yeah, everybody <laughs> says this. Yeah. Says Miller's going to get sent off. No, he's never been sent off once. Yeah, it's really, such a strange hey. stat for him, that. Only because he gets yeah. subbed all the time. <laughs> yeah. 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 He gets subbed on a yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Now we know why. Yeah. Us, no, we're not mentioning that game. <laughs> no. no I don't, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Lamella just... just just because he gives everything for the badge. That's all you can ask in, ask in a player. Every, everybody needs a Lamella in life, don't they? Oh, they know, do. Just that, that sort of raw passion. Um, and what's your best Spurs memory? That's obviously not the Champions League room. Right. So it's not significant whatsoever, but to me it is. So I started playing football a few years, uh, like late, sort of late for for a kid. And it was around, I was about 11. And a few years later, um, I, I got a scholarship with Hull City. And I was in the academy for a few years. Yeah. And we all got tickets to go down to the cup match against Tottenham at White Hart Lane. All right. And uh, it was the game where it went to like, I think it was 10-9 on penalties and we won. And there was a Sigurdsson screamer from about 40 yards out. Just as soon as the ball left his laces, I thought that's going that top bins. And I just watched it missile into the corner. And obviously, Spurs fashion, we concede mm. extra time, still nothing. I thought, right, here we go. Yeah, it's going to be one of them now. And I remember stood with in the in the away end with yeah. the rest the rest of the lads I used to play with, just getting ragged. Pulled about, just absolutely shit taken out of me. And I remember it just the, the penalties kept going in and going in and going in. And I remember it got to the point where my knees were shaking, it was almost buckling. And they missed that last penalty and we scored. I've never felt joy like it on the bus ride home. It was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I, you've done better, better penalty shootouts than I have. I went to the uh, FA Cup game against Norwich. Um, before, <laughs> before oh. I think got cancelled oh. last season. So. Hey, you know, Shall we die then? Was we he... won't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> positive vibes, boys. Positive vibes. Yeah, do you know. <laughs> I, so it's really weird with that game because we, we was walking. It was when we was all leaving, and I looked over. I was like, "Who's that in the stands?" Because we're seeing them going in the stands. Like, what's going on? Mm. And we're listening to the radio on the way back, and then obviously it was all being on, spoken about on the radio. Dyer's gone into stands and all this stuff. So. What's going on? And obviously, it's come out that it, yeah. Apparently, there was loads of rumours flying about it, but yeah, it was just a strange game all over that one. Um, Horrible game. So yeah, so that, that's that's quite a good memory to have. Though. At least it was a win, unlike mine as well. Um, and then the um, the final one. So we've done it with everybody else. What's your uh, your role within the committee? Um, the committee newbie. <laughs> other than that, I um. He brings Darren youth and exuberance. Yeah, <laughs> he, he brings the is, energy. He, down. <laughs> <laughs> he adds for the hair total. Average age is down. I'm a head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't forget, the, the Twitter as well, don't forget. 
Yeah, yeah. Just I run the yeah. Instagram and the voice of Hull Spares on Twitter. Yeah. And brilliant it is as well. Thank yeah. you very Come much. <laughs> <laughs> These young uns they know how to use social media, don't they? Like, yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. So, so moving on then, we've got um we've got the questions for each other section, I think. Yeah. And Andy, uh, you you're keen on this. If you want to start us off with yours, well, I was having a thought the other week, um, and this is where this question came from. So just a little bit of background for it. But we look at the fans of other teams, you know. So Newcastle, you know, how they see their club and United and Liverpool, and we all like laugh and joke, say Liverpool victim pool and everything else. But do you think, as Spurs fans, we are blindly delusional? that we think we are better than we are, or is it expectation? I don't think there's any expectation, really. Mm. Uh, I, yeah, I think we're more more delusional of the two. <laughs> uh, I think as we keep getting cl- we've been close to trophies quite often. Uh, it's just taking that next step. Uh, I... I, I said, this is the way I described it when I was chatting to Anna about it. It says, it's like if you imagine a wedding and you've got the top table of the, you know, Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea, you know, whatever. And we're on that second table. But every now and again, we just run up and we nick a bit of food off the top table <laughs> and we eat off it. But then we run back to where we're supposed to be. We're, you know, we're it's, sat it's, underneath and we're the arm that keeps coming yeah, up. Yeah, we are. Yeah. That, that's it. It's a good... <laughs> You know, so actually, uh, do we think that we are better than we actually are? Do you know what I think? Yeah. Do you know what I think is difficult? Mm. All throughout me supporting Spurs, we've always had some really individual, world-class style players. And I think if you're someone like, say, I don't know, if you compare us to someone like Villa, who were quite similar in terms of history, you look at our players compared to what Villa have had in the, the years I've supported. Spares, we've had miles better players than them. Yeah. So uh, all of a sudden, you elevate this, the hope of the hope of winning stuff and being successful is elevated because you've attracted these players. Now, whether that's because we're in London or Tottenham are in London, you know, we're in Hull, but <laughs> it, it, it almost puts a false sense of like, well, we should win stuff because we can attract big players. We can, uh, you know, we we are quite rich as a club. We, you know, we've got. I know we don't spend money on wages like some of the teams above us, like Chelsea and Man City and United and stuff. We still spend a bit of money on players. We still attract quite glamorous players. And I think that's what that's what keeps us kind of like in this limbo of like knowing that, you know, we, we haven't won a lot in the last 30, 40 years. We did do in the past. And we've, we've got these decent players and, and we've got one of the best managers in the world. And it's like all this should equate to us being semi-successful in in what we do, but yeah, we just—it yeah. seems like we're cursed. It just seems like no matter who we bring in, player-wise, oh. manager-wise, we we just never cross the line. You've you've said two yeah. words there, and I think it was one of the titles of one of the previous podcasts that if you can add them both together, elevated hope, and it's the hope that kills you. Well, every yeah. every space yeah. says that, but but why? But but why shouldn't we? Like, why shouldn't we? Why are we any different to? 
I mean, look at Chelsea. There was no one before they got bought out by a country. Yeah. Man City, no one. Just weren't they? You know, Liverpool, Liverpool went through the wilderness for a few years, but you look at the... Again, them fuckers down the road, the Woolwich, even in the wilderness years, they're still jammy enough to pick up an FA Cup. Yeah. Three FA Cups yeah. they've won in the last 10 years. Well, funny enough, actually, I think this is what started it. It says, since we last won the, the FA Cup in 1991, we'd won it eight times. That was the eighth time we record, won it. Yeah. And since then... They've won it nine times since 1991. It's, it's staggering, isn't it? And, and, so, and, yeah. and in between Stats that time, up. they've won three, is it three league titles? They've never won a European, right. by the way, which we've, we've still got that over them. But yeah, can I, it's, can it's I just jump in? I just need to jump. Yeah, it's depressing. Move on. I'll go ask the last Happy. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. Uh, I'll get on to my question then, if that's all right. Uh, out of the current squad, which player would you most like to go on a night out with? There we go. <laughs> oh, 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 I don't know. That's a, that's a Reg, good one. Reggie on. Really good one. Reggie. Yeah, yeah Reggie. Give him a headlock and he'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> he could get I'll, to the bar, bar and back quick, couldn't he? <laughs> I'll say Ledley King. Ledley King? Because the photo of him after the... Uh, Calling Cup final in 2008, where he was absolutely <laughs> battered. Getting chucked out of an eight club. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah that'd, yep. be, that'd be a good night. Yeah. <laughs> good choice. Good question. Uh, si, si, who you got? Did you say current squad? Yeah. Um, I reckon Deli Ali would probably see you a good uh, night yeah. out. Yeah, he's to be good yeah. night. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll take you to the pub for a quick vino and then he'll take you home and you play video games all night. Oh, yeah, that'd be quite <laughs> like while, while Eric Dye is feeding him Haribo's. Seems to break the one there. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd like to go with Serge Aurier, you know. Serge, yeah, he's got some moves on his Serge. From yeah, Serge, yeah, take me to a French restaurant. So yeah. It's not a date site, it's a night out. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, you're paying. <laughs> oh, they're definitely paying. I'm not paying for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I won't go out with Eric because it'd be totally dying, wouldn't it? Oh, oh, hey. Hey. oh <laughs> I'll, I'll cut that bit out. Don't worry, boys. <laughs> yeah, cut, cut that off. <laughs> well, you've got Ben or, ben or Matt. Well, you having... well, I was going to say Serge, but Pete's beat me to it. Yes. So I, reckon, I reckon it'd be a right laugh. Yeah, you enjoyed right him on the night. You all go on the night, aren't they? That'll be good. I've got a question. Yeah, I just think he's got the right personality on him, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. You, you've got a question, Matt. I've got a question. Uh, have you ever met a Spurs player? Yeah. I've got a good story for you, yeah. Go on. So I met them, but not while they were both playing for Spurs. So while I was at Hull City, I trained for a week with Huddleston and Livermore. Nice. Ben, did, did, you, did you know Callum Geraldo Martin? No, I guess not. <laughs> no, I think he was. If I'm not wrong, he was in the group that graduated before the group that was in second year when I joined. Don't if that makes sense. That yeah. <laughs> no, I, I taught him to drive. So... <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I taught him to drive, and he told me a story about uh, Huddleston and Livermore. 
yeah. um, uh, whole sit saces and it was both in the physio, well, the three of them were in the phys- physio room. I'll, there are other stories as well, which I'll say for another time. <laughs> but there was in the physio room and the physio was like rubbing down Jake Livermore and he says, hey, what's this story I've heard about you having nine cars? And they all started laughing. He says, no, 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 that's not true. Tom Riddle says, no, he's got 10. <laughs> I've got an embarrassing story about them because I, I managed to get to a Hull City is it end of the end of the season kind of players thing that they do and because uh, I worked for an agency who did some of the Hull City stuff and um, anyway I got to go and, and I actually got to I actually got to meet Huddleston, Dawson what else was there from Spurs? Livermore, um, and I got talking to um, Stephen Clements. Do you remember Stephen Clements? He was a player. He's the one I met. I was I was off my off my face because I drank too much red wine, <laughs> and I was the biggest fanboy ever. Talk, trying to talk to these players, and they couldn't look any less interested. Was, <laughs> I was like Michael. I think it was when we just played Chelsea. You know that Battle of the Bridge game that we yeah. do all that big time. It was a brilliant yeah. game that, and I was saying, "Oh, Michael, we needed you in that game," and you know, proper embarrassing myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember um, trying to get a picture with Huddleston, and he was—you could just see—he was so like, "Oh, is this absolute idiot?" I'm so considerate. Who's let him in? That's my embarrassing story about them three. And actually, I remember talking to. Do you remember Alton Thelwell, who played for? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hull City as well. I remember when yeah. he came to Hull City. I remember speaking yeah. to him, but that was twenty odd years ago. Yeah, and similar thing, embarrassing myself, saying, "Oh, you used to play for Spurs." <laughs> I don't even think I could recognise what he looks like now, but uh, but twenty years ago, it was like because he broke in at the same time of our. And, and Anthony Gardner, pl- and yeah, yeah, and Anthony Gardner played for City as well. Yeah, didn't he, he did. He? Yeah, he, he, he did as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, yeah. I wonder, it says that maybe for a future podcast, an ex-All City player that used to play for Spurs, see if we can get one of them on. Do you remember Dean Marnie came, didn't he? Dean Marnie. Dean Marnie, yeah. Marnie came, there's yeah. a few, yeah. And obviously, uh, Ryan, I, I, Ryan Mason. Fraser Campbell. Yeah, yeah. There's a few there, yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Something to think about. Like a feeder yeah. club, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're whole city. To be honest, we, we were proper ripped off City though when we sold... Um, Ryan Mason, did we sell it for about yeah. 15 million or something? Yeah, yeah, that was that was mental. Yeah, I don't think we ripped him off, it was just unfortunate what happened to him, innit? Yeah, yeah. So he was a good player, yeah, and I think it so would have had many good years out of him if he had been injured. It, it reminds me of a Harry Winks, to be honest, that sort of player. Yeah, yeah mm. Harry, Harry Winks for whole city next season, then it could be. It could be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. So, who's, who's yeah. got the next question then? So, I've I've got one. It's um, it's a little bit spares related in a convoluted way. So I'm I'm getting a bit older now, and I've I've supported spares for a little while. And just uh, looking at obviously our the older the older guys. Politically here. challenged is all the bald one. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, just yeah, I'm just wondering when does the age falling out? You know. What, what do I do when it starts going? Is there any way that I can save just it? Get no. the beard and put it over the top. <laughs> no, you just do what Ben does, wear an hat. Wear an hat. I'll pay you, just turn your head upside down. You look like Don Kicking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you all keep it so shiny? I mean, you know. 
It's not a watch. Pledge. Just had to get that one in there. Yeah, cheers, cheers for that picture, mate. No, you all, you all look brilliant for it, by the way. Oh yeah, brilliant. How many Sam Miguel's you have? We did say though, didn't we, when we was in White Hat that time, when we looked around and everybody was in, and I think Pete and Ben, they were the only ones that were. Yeah. Blessed. To be fair, Pete, I went bald about three years ago when I was 33, 34, Pete, so you, you've got a couple of years left yet. Oh, well. <laughs> I'll make the most of it whilst I can. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the, Come and join us. Yeah. So, Ben, what was your question then? Um, so sticking with the football theme, um, if you could go back and change any football any footballing incident in history, what would it be? Hand of God, Maradona. No, Hand of Sissoko. <laughs> yeah. I'd go with Sais and Maradona. I think we'd have won that World Cup. Or, or Gazer in 90, uh, just reaching out. Was it that? 96. 96, yeah, just having an extra couple of inches Inch. on his leg. Yeah, that would be that would have been nice. Yeah. Good question. I'd go. I'd go. Um, Pedro Mendes scoring that goal against United. Oh <laughs> yeah, you know. That travesty. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe. I, I was only looking at that a couple of weeks ago. I can't believe Roy Carroll got away with that. It, That's yeah. ridiculous, isn't it? Well, That's ridiculous. Yeah. Only happens. Question. Yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know Anna's got one for a few, a couple of weeks' time on one of the future podcasts. So it's. Um, I'll leave that for her to yeah. send through. Yeah. <laughs> Any more questions on that? Or? Well, I was yeah. I was going to say my one that I would um, I'd change is uh, was it the season after we'd gone into the Champions League with uh, Crouch scoring that goal at Man yeah. City in stoppage time or just uh, like you know dying death of the game? Mm. Uh, was it next season? I think it was against Man City as well. Where did he miss a chance or they scored? And that kept us out of the Champions League. I think he missed, didn't he? He missed. Yeah. Or he was disallowed or something. Yeah. Yeah. Change that. So if so, if we could have got in the Champions League for two seasons on the trot then, I think we'd have been in a lot different position now. Mm. You're forgetting one thing there, though, Pete. Hmm? You're forgetting one thing there, though. What? Daniel Levy. Uh, yeah. Happy right. thoughts. Yeah. Happy thoughts. <laughs> okay, so I like Levy. I think he's run the club brilliantly. He's just not a yeah. footballing guy. He's a businessman, and and yeah. I think yeah. with, I know we're not like digressing and everything, but Enoch, they're an investment company, and yeah, they've invested thoroughly in what we're doing. And you can't fault the stuff that they've done for us. We just want no. more. Mm. Yeah, that, they've done it now. Go off. Cheers, guys. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> Simon, you- did Sorry, you have any questions for us, Si? Yeah, I've got two. Can I do two? I'm not just limited to one. Yeah, see how it. quick they are. <laughs> right, first one is, what was your first and last Spurs game you went to? I've spoken about both. So, man, yeah, was, I have uh, <laughs> West Ham in the FA Cup uh, at White Hart Lane and then um, Norwich in the FA Cup uh, um, at the new stadium. Both yeah, man was... Man was Liverpool, Liverpool, Anfield, 95 FA Cup. We lost 2 1. Ian Rush got the winner. 
Uh, and the last one was uh, Huddersfield Town at home in the Premier League, yeah, one four nil. Sissoko scored a volley. <laughs> so, I remember being in the, I was in the north stand and the ball went to where everyone was going, don't shoot. <laughs> and luckily it went, luckily it went in. That was well. Funnily enough, I was at, I was in Leeds on that day on a stag do, and I was looking at the, looking at the uh, the updates on my phone. I saw Sissoko scored a five. I ain't had that much to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I, I thought I was witnessing history watching him score. <laughs> yeah. My, my first one was uh, Sheffield Wednesday at Hillsborough, um, February 98. Um, my dad had a concert on the night he had to get to, so we left 10 minutes earlier and I missed three goals and we won 3 0. Five Allen. Yeah. Um, and then my last game was last February was Man City at home, Stephen Bergwijn's debut. And he got Ooh, well and the, 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 the thing is, I don't know if Joe mentioned it last time, but every time me and him have been down to Spurs or we've seen Spurs, Spurs have won. Can you get some tickets for the uh, cup final? Or? <laughs> try it, try it. Um, you know, but we took we took Anna that time. So we said if, if we lose, she's a jinx and she's never going again. So <laughs> we won, so yeah, yeah. But that was that was the last game. Right. And the second question was, what's your favourite spare souvenir you own? Question. Mine is a nineteen sixties little pin badge that was given to me when I was about ten by it was a mate of my dad's or something. But it was a, an original sixties pin pin badge. I don't know where it is. Somewhere in the house, but yeah. There's my map picture. Nice. It says that my sister bought me that for Christmas 1995, and it's the best present she's ever bought me. And I've still got it. Good so, that. yeah, uh, that, that's, that's mine. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mine is, but I'll probably regret saying this because somebody in the group probably got rid of it and I own it <laughs> and probably want it back. I own <laughs> the, the model of uh, White Hart Lane. It come in a plastic case and a certificate of authenticity. And it was on sale at a car boat sale at Dunswell. And I paid eight quid for it. Gee, and I bet, somebody, I bet oh. somebody in this group was selling that at the time and didn't know. No way. No so way. right bargain for eight quid. That's awesome. Well, I, got, I got two spare shirts from someone in this group. And that, that was a very good, to be fair. Cheers, Sai. Yeah, mine's just a Champions League program, the Champions League final mm. program. I, I ordered that. But, yeah. I've got a, I've got a scarf from the nineties that one of my cousins got, and it's just been handed down, cousin to nice. cousin, then to me. Good, yeah, then to fifth. Oh, keeping it going. Yeah, good man. Yeah, I think oh, I got on, on the same line as yours, Scott. Man's, um, yeah. uh, I never thought I'd actually get to go to one, but I got to go to the uh, North London derby when we was at Wembley. Um, and it ended ended one one, so I've got my program from that. This is uh, yeah. which was a good day out when Hugo saved the penalty. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, I was right next to the Arsenal. Well, I say right next to the Arsenal fans, but I was right next to them and uh, right above the girl as well. Oh, it was it was great that. <laughs> awesome, awesome stuff. Right, well, uh, we'll I know we we'll push for time, but we're going to win. I know this was a committee special, it's getting to know the committee, but I think since we've been doing it, it's only right we get to know 
our host as well, uh, Matt. Uh, he's sat here listening to all us. So, Andy, do you want to do the honours and uh, let's find out a bit more about Absolutely. Matt? Absolutely. So, come on up, Matt. Where are you from and what's your name? What's your number? <laughs> uh, <laughs> my name's I was my going name. into Silla then. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Matt Barrett. Um I've just turned Tonight, 40. I'm gonna be. Um, uh, Did I just do 40 then? Sorry? Did I just do 40? Yeah, I've just turned 40 in the last month. So yeah. Oh well, congratulations. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so how long are you supporting Spurs? Uh, I started supporting Spurs when I was, well, it was 89, 90 season, so well, I'll have been like seven or something, seven or eight. <laughs> that, 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 yeah. that amount of time. <laughs> for, for anybody just listening on audio, I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why Spurs? Um, I always put it down to just liking the kit, like Simon said. Um. I think probably the name had something to do with it as well. When I was at primary school, everyone supported Liverpool, Man United. Even Villa was like um, pretty successful at the time. There was quite a big club and there was a few Villa fans, but it must have been a combination of the, the name being a bit unusual. and But just the kit, I just loved yeah, it was just the white kit. What, what was the advertising slogan? It says, in, in a world full of United cities mm. and towns, there's only one yeah. hotspur. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird it's a weird name when you when you think about it for football. Mm. It is. So, why? Why Spurs? Oh, sorry, I've just asked that one, haven't I? So, favourite player ever? It's, it's the easy to tell Favourite player ever? I don't think I've got a favourite player ever. I've, I've got... I mean, all throughout my supporting Spurs has always been a certain type of player. The first one was Gascoigne. Um, when I found out in Italian Nancy that when I started, first started supporting Tottenham, I wasn't sure who the players are, just like the kit, and I'd watch them on telly. When I knew a bit more about them, because obviously we didn't have the internet and stuff back then, so finding out stuff, you'd either find out who the players are was through sticker books or um, the old... Um, Division One matches that used to be on. Why are you onto this, Matt? Did any of your guys used to collect the Spurs monthly magazines? Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. didn't know. Yeah, I've got loads of them. Yeah, I remember them. Forgot about them actually. Yeah. Well, I, I used to have a sticker book, which was I think it was eighty nine, ninety. It came out. Panini. It? No, it was like a world football one. It was a binder. You used to get them in. Right. Buy them every month. A separate pack that you put in this binder. Anyway, it had spares players in there, waddle and stuff, but they didn't play for them anymore. When I found out Gascoigne and Lineker played for spares through watching England, I was like, yeah, I've definitely made the right choice there. <laughs> so, so going Gascoigne, on from that. Gascoigne, I think, yeah. So Gascoigne, Ginola, Berbatov, Modric, these type of flair players that have always been my favourites. I will say, though, like, like um, Ben said, an honourable mention for I, I loved Scott Parker when he played for us. He was everything that I, I loved about because that was the similar position to what I played, like a central midfielder who just bombed about like a nutter, just two footing people and elbows. <laughs> so, 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 quick side question on that because obviously we know you're the host and everything. So I won't ask you the last question, but can you see Scott Parker as a future Spurs manager? Oh. Um, not yet. I, I think it's crazy to say put him in as manager now because he's not done anything yet. But um, 
I like the way Seam plays. I, I think, I don't mind. Every time I've seen Fulham, I've been really impressed. So, mm. yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. so. Yeah, that's a... So, again, best Spurs memory beyond the Champions League run? Um, I think someone mentioned it earlier. Uh, it was it was beating Arsenal in the semi-final of the FA Cup, 1990-91. Um, I watched mm. I, I was at my granddad's at the time and it was on a real tiny little black and white TV. Um Seeing that, it was just like just beating Arsenal. I, I didn't really know too much about football then, um, and I didn't even know if Arsenal was any good or not. It must have been the commentary and stuff, but it felt like a like a proper. That's going. It's, it's going to have a crack, you know. Yeah, it yeah. felt like a proper. We we was underdogs <laughs> in the game, um, so yeah, it felt like a big achievement to win that. Yeah. So let's so say the other question I've asked you know, everybody else and everything, but obviously we know you're the host of us. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll give that one a miss and ask you the cock packer one. So, yeah, good. Yeah. Good to know you. Thank you. Cool. Right. That's about right, it. Okay, then. I think it's, I th- it's I think this has been an absolute mammoth of a, of a, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the ring style um, episode. So, we'll probably break this into two parts anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, break it down. Yeah, that's good. That. Yeah, cheers, guys. It was all good stuff, I think. Do you want to get to know us? Do you want a quick predictions on the, on the Newcastle game? Andy, predictions? 3 1 us. 3 1. Scott. Oh, I was going to hey, say 3 1. I'm top of league, mate. I'm top of league. Just everyone follow Andy. I'm going to go 2 0, and I think we might get a clean sheet, actually. 2 0. Ben? Sure, I'm going to stick my neck out and go 3 0. 3 0. Simon? I'm going to stick my neck out even bigger and go 4 0. Spares. 4 0. Pete? I love it. Well, I feel like I should stick my neck out. <laughs> <laughs> Even further than 4 0. Uh, hey, last yeah. time we did last time we did a crazy prediction, it came in, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 what was it? 7 2 in the Europa League. I don't Ooh. know. Oh, I guess that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd put some money on that. Uh no, I I think I'll I'll go I'll go for 3 0 as well. I, I think we will keep a clean sheet, but I think we'll get a few goals. I'll go three one as well. That sounds good to me. Right, so guys, thanks for joining us. Um, we'll 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 do another episode in a couple of weeks. Um, as I said, we'll break this up into two parts. Um, and come on, you spares. Come on, you spares. Thanks. The Glory Game, brought to you by Hull Spares, an official Tottenham supporters group.